This is episode number 10 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello. Welcome to the Homeowner Show. We are so glad that you guys could join us today. We have a very special show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about bees. Bees. Kevin, you love bees, right? I, You know, I, not really. It's the fastest I've ever seen you run is <laughs> when there were some bees around. Yeah, I think I hit like three or four miles an hour that day. It was top speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know, actually, um, I'm way less afraid of bees than I am of wasps. I'm, oh, yeah? I'm a big, uh, I don't like wasps at all. But bees, I'm, I'm more okay with. Um, I think they're interesting. Wasps, I think, are just a nuisance. A nuisance? Yeah. Yeah? So, anyway. I'm with you. Yeah. I like killing some wasps. <laughs> yeah. I even take a little pleasure in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Me too. But bees are completely different, and I think they can be helpful, and uh, I've learned a little bit more about them recently, and it'll be interesting to uh, talk with our guests today and just see what more we can learn about them. And, um, you know, we are a homeowner's podcast, so, uh, you know, I'm sure the question will come up at some point, how do bees have anything to do with homeownership? But definitely there are some benefits. Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's definitely different ways that bees interact with homes and, and not necessarily in good ways either. Sure. Um, but so anything anything new going on with you, man? Anything fun? No, just Thanksgiving coming up. We got a turkey. Got turkey? A, yeah. We got a week where we get to spend some time with our family. And I'll tell you, this is, this is one of the big controversies around our house. I mean, like how do you, is, do you, does your turkey have to be prepared a specific way? For me to eat it? Well, I mean, I assumed it's cooked. <laughs> so you know. well, I'll, I'll just tell you, you I'd, animal. <laughs> uh, well, so so where we what we do for for Thanksgiving is probably abnormal. Uh, we'll have you know anywhere from from seventy to ninety people at our at our Thanksgiving on Thursday. So just half the family. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. That's just that's actually just my wife's side. <laughs> anyway, um, what did you marry into? Man? I know. Uh, I actually knew before I married in, and I still married in. So, so you're just going um, to the compound to have some turkey. Is that's that the- <laughs> right. Well, but but just personally, yeah. Um, we we have turkey prepared all different ways there, and we get we have ham, and a lot of times we'll have brisket. We have we have tons of different things because there's just so many people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, to enjoy turkey, it's going to have to either be smoked or fried. Smoked or fried. If, if it's right. not smoked or fried, I'm I'd rather just eat vegetables. Mm. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> well, so I'll, I'll give you my two bits on that. So I think most people don't like roasted turkey okay. in the oven. Yeah, I don't. Because they don't do the work on the back end in order to get it ready to go oh. into the oven. Okay. Right, my personal opinion, you got to brine that bird. Well, yeah. If you don't brine that bird, it's just going to be dry. I mean, like, no matter what you do, if you're going to smoke it, if you're going to fry it, if you're okay. brine that bird. But most people don't even know what brine means. Right. So get educated out there, yeah. world. Google. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's talk some bees. We have Julie from over at Winding Creek Apiary and Bee Supply. Yeah. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This Good is, to have you. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. Why are you, why do you have this store? 
I, the store or beekeeping? Beekeeping I got into because... These are of, two separate issues, right? Yeah, two yeah. separate issues. Okay. Um, I, I love gardening. I love dirt under my nails. And my tomatoes weren't blooming. Um, they weren't ever... So I went to a bee meeting and got attached. Um, went to my mentor's house. Um, we went to several bee yards because I'm real hyper. So I didn't know if I could even do it in the first place. Mm. And um, you mean by hyper, you like you you have you can't like focus on something or yeah, I just I like to be busy. Okay, I'm just from one thing to another, like a bee. <laughs> yes, <I'm> a <laughs> okay, <busy bee. laughs> got that one out of the way. <laughs> busy bee. Anyway, and so went to her house. She said just wear loose jeans, and she had a jacket for me and gloves. And I got stung eight times in the crotch, and said I'm Ouch. going to go get a full bodysuit, and I'll see you later. Ran home and told my husband I wanted two thousand hives. Oh my gosh! Wow. She said for me to calm down. <laughs> I got five. <laughs> just calm down <laughs> there was some negotiating in there yeah, so and i haven't had a garden since and mm. um been just messing with bees mm. um, addicted yeah no what, what is it about about those bees i mean because obviously you you're not doing the gardening anymore so like yeah. what what is so appealing about that the sound the smell mm. the um you open up a hive and it's just as if I had a bottle of wine, to tell you the truth. Mm. I mean, I get in a bad mood, go play with the bees. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So it's, it's a very calming, relaxing, um, the buzz, the noise. And now if you make them mad and they get all hyper, you get hyper too. And sure. Kind of anxious, but... Sort of um, respond in kind. Yeah. So it's... Um, it's a good thing. Yeah. A, no, no, we should we should mention you brought a special guest with you today. Who, who do we have here? My granddaughter. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's your granddaughter's name? Alexis Norman. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so does does Alexis help with the bees? Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. So what what is your favorite part? Um. It depends, really. Um. I like just seeing the bees, really. Just I seeing think them? they're cool. Yeah? Then you like to look down into the box, or do you like just kind of seeing them come and go from the entrance? I like looking down in the box. Yeah? Do you, do you get the same kind of smell like that Grandma gets? Um, you like that smell? I don't really smell anything. You don't? It just smells like air. just smells like air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you, some air smells different than other air. I've had some skunk air once. Yeah. Was... Yeah. Yes. So, She's so, talking but, about normal air. But but you help out a lot? Uh, yeah. So have you actually, like, gone out there and gotten honey? Uh-huh. Yeah? Did you get to keep any? Well, my mom does, but oh, I don't your really mom? like honey, so... <laughs> oh, you don't like honey? Okay. But you like the bees? I like the bees, but All I don't right. like honey. Good. So you think you're going to have some hives of your own someday? Maybe. Maybe? All right. Cool. Well, good deal. So... Why would a homeowner be interested in having bees? I mean, this is the homeowner show. Why Why would a typical homeowner... I mean, because this is something that I've recognized is a, is a growing trend, particularly around where we live, that is happening. I mean, you see people having chickens in backyards that aren't really big backyards. Mm-hmm. And I also see people getting bees. So why, why is this a growing... It's- Thing. It's a self-reliable, you know, they can go out and get their own food. It's antibiotic. It's a, you know, it's a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big um, thing right now, um, not being able to trust with the government and everything, mm-hmm. you know, being able to take care of your own. Yeah. 
at least on that's my view i mean there's a lot of different i just had a customer come in this morning that has a pool two hives and it is a very small backyard and um they do wonderful yeah well that that brings a question to my mind I mean, you're talking about sustainability here. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned you mentioned food and antibiotics. So, could you walk us through a little bit of what the sustainability of bees actually are? What it, what do they provide? I mean, what I mean, obviously honey, but why? What's the <clears throat> difference? I mean, I, I go to the grocery store and I see, you know, bukus of honey up on the shelf. So, um, could you just walk us through what's different about owning your own bees and getting your own honey versus something like that? Well, store-bought honey, you never know what you're actually getting. A lot of times, um, store-bought honey, maple syrup, and olive oil, they just have to have a trace in it mm. to be considered truly or considered honey or olive oil or maple syrup. It it's um, They may have done sugar water in it corn syrup and stuff and weakened it down it came from china you just never know where it's coming from commercial beekeepers which i have tons of friends they're commercial beekeepers um, whenever they get so big they just take all the honey because they go and do um, pollination and so they don't really get a lot of honey from this area so they'll go and get honey from the smaller guys put it in a big huge vat heat mm. it up to blend it all together and then they sell it to the grocery stores so you lose a little bit of that um the pollen the good stuff um from the holland uh, from the bees um the honey and so um anyway sorry so well, no when you put it in a vat like that i mean like uh-huh. it, I mean, like, you're basically collecting it from, like, all over the country at that point. Yeah. It's not, I mean, like, even though those bees might be from Texas, they've been at an almond farm in California or... Watermelon farm in South yeah. Texas or Florida oranges and stuff. So, and so that, at that point, the the stuff that's in that honey is not localized and helpful necessarily yeah. to you and but your then allergies. it's also heated, you mm. know. Um, whenever you heat honey, it loses all the good nutritional value to it. Okay. So that's why you never really want to heat it to a certain degree. Yeah. So um, just so everyone knows, I'm I'm very illiterate whenever it comes to bees and honey and these sorts of things. But I, I heard a couple of things here. Um, I just want to make sure that, that everyone understands what we're talking about here. And that is that honey has a lot of things in it that are, you know, local to where the bees are living. And so... If, um, you know, we, we live here in the North Houston area and the types of things that are in our air and that are in our environment are different than they are in North Texas or West Texas or Nebraska, right? Yeah. And so um, what, what, I, what I understand about honey is that there are the, – the bees wind up uh, producing things in the honey that help you fight – the the allergens and other things that are in your environment local to where you are is that is that what i'm understanding yes you're correct okay you want to be within i mean there's different opinions every beekeeper has different answers you ask two beekeepers you're going to get 30 answers so in what works one time won't work the next time and everything else so but when it comes to local honey you want to be within 
30 miles. Um, mm. I say closer, but um, I've heard 30 miles um, to have the regular. A bee will fly up to five miles out to find food, forage, to find mm. good pollen and nectar source. Um, that's why a bee only live to be 30 days old. Okay. Yeah, and so um, e- even if I see a jar, let's say that, that I know a jar is from Texas. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be helpful for you to have that specific honey except no. to flavor your food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've even heard there's some controversy around, like, you know, it's saying local. Yeah, I mean, there like, is. Because there's nothing regulating that. Yeah, there's right? nothing regulating that. I mean, you can put that. that sticker on there. It could yeah. be from anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's like the Go Texas mm-hmm. program. You think, oh, it's from Texas because it says Go Texas on it. Well, it doesn't. It just has to be packaged in texas mm. for you to be able to put that go texas well now we have a program it's real texas honey mm-hmm. and so you can know that it is produced in packaged everything in texas so you know where it's coming from unlike the go texas mm. um, okay because i was going to do the go texas and then realized that it didn't even have to be from here that and i was like yeah no mm. another scam <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it just definitely it changes my opinion on on just the food that I'm eating, mm. knowing that it, there could be a potential health benefit yeah. to me. And and I think that for a lot of people, uh, me included, for a long time, uh, my thought were, well, bees are just annoying, you know, because they come around and they can sting me. Yeah, and they don't want to sting you. Um, they die if they sting you. Right. Um, so they don't want to sting you. But besides honey, you get wax, you get propolis, you get your pollen. Um, and propolis they use as an antibiotic. It's their glue to the bees. The bees will propolis anything and everything in the hive that they don't want moved. So it's glue. But to us, it's used as medicine. Some people even um, eat it. I don't. I never have. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but... It's used for medical purposes, but then the wax and everything, you can have candles to lotions, to makeup, to, you know, all different um, things from it. So you get so much from a hive. So it's living off the land. Yeah. So Julie, and you just recently came back from a pretty cool conference, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was that? The Texas Beekeepers Association conference. Um, It was their annual conference. They have also one um, summer clinic coming up. It'll be here in Montgomery County again. Oh. So I'm um, excited about that. I like it when it's in our backyard. Makes it convenient. Yes, yeah. it does. You know all the breakfast spots. Yes. <laughs> Don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Makes it nice. Yeah. So so what is, what is the purpose of these conferences? To learn. Um, they have anywhere from new beekeepers to advance. It's more on the newer beekeepers. Um, so there's there's options for yeah. different things you yeah. can go and listen. In different classes. Okay. They get some scientists in there that will talk way above your head that uh-huh. you don't really understand, but um, the commercial guys understand it a little bit better. Um, but this year's conference, it was a little low. The the, the attendance was a little low, but... Um, Where was it this year? In Temple. In Temple, okay. So, um, it was fun. I yeah. still enjoyed it. I had yeah. a booth for the first time. Hey! So did you get any good. business? I did. Yeah? I did. Um, because I'm a Man Lake distributor. What's, uh, what is that? Uh, Man Lake is a... Um, 
a bee company that okay. sells all the supplies and stuff. I'm just a distributor. I did apply for my dealership, so okay. hopefully. Um, but um, anyway, they were there, so I took some items that they don't have. So okay. it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So learned a little bit. Now, is that is that something you would recommend if someone were interested in starting to keep bees? Yes. Is that something you recommend them going to? Yes. Okay. New beekeepers, it's perfect for. Okay. What so. else What else should new beekeepers... Like, so, I'm say I'm thinking about getting a hive of bees. What, what should be my first few steps? Um, I would say the first important thing is join a club. Join a club. Your local club. Okay. Um, getting a mentor. If you don't like the club um, because of the politics of it, or if you don't like your mentor, you know, get another one. Um, <laughs> look for another one. Yeah. Um, don't let one person ruin it for you. Um, our club forever didn't like the flow hive, and they were so negative over the flow hive. I think we lost a couple of people. Yeah. Um, but now flow hive is coming back into our club yeah and so for people that don't know what's what's a flow hive flow hive is a regular langstroth hive a beehive Mm -hmm. um but it has a really cool tool that you stick in there and it honey flows into a jar so you don't have to have the extraction equipment Ooh, i think i have said that correctly i don't (laughs) personally i have one it's Uh still in the box yeah has a lot of parts hadn't unpacked it yet i haven't unpacked it it's going to be a winter project um but yeah. I can't say anything positive or negative because I haven't sure. physically used it. But I have several friends that do have it and love it and wouldn't use anything else. Okay. So. Well, f- full disclosure, I do keep bees and I do have a flow hive. It has pluses and minuses. I encourage everyone to look at it, watch the videos on it. They're usually pretty, those guys that put it together are pretty honest about it. So it's it's worth looking into. I mean, like, and uh, when, I, when, I take, when I do take other beekeepers, out and show them how long it takes me to get honey Mm -hmm. that's usually the big selling point because you know where i think most people who go and do like a honey extraction spend most of the day yeah i can get it done in about an hour yeah and i spend all day long right yeah so and i don't and i'm sticky yeah (laughs) i'm I'm clean i just got jars and you know that's that's but you know again there's there's downsides to that too um we we don't have to get into that today so but just just full disclosure i i do know a little something about that um but yeah so speaking of which have have you ever been to epcot yes yes so i love epcot and uh i heard a story about do you know the the living with the land pavilion where you get on the boat and you go through the gardens yes the, the indoor gardens yes so i heard an interview with the guy who was in charge of that project and so before it all opened, he was, you know, taking the tour and the guy was taking him through it. And he had one of the, uh, what they call the Imagineers with him, who's actually just an engineer. Um, and his question to him was, so how is the, how are the plants going to get pollinated? Where, where are we keeping the bees? And the guy that's in charge of the project, he goes, we're not putting bees in here. He's like, well, how are we supposed to pollinate the food? and (laughs) and the guy goes we're just gonna have to figure that out and so (laughs) the the guy they they just developed a system to hand pollinate all the food and you if you've been there you've seen how huge that thing is they have to hand pollinate all of those 
all of those plants. Right. That is crazy. It is crazy. And it's because they're like, we don't want people getting stung on this ride. They're here bringing their little children, and we don't want them to have EpiPens available and all this kind of stuff. It was a huge liability. It was a huge liability. <laughs> yes. But, but I mean, like, it's it's a good, I mean, like, for me, it's a good way to think because, like, if we don't have the bees, and this is something that, yeah. we're, that we're beginning to deal with, right, is, like, if we don't have the bees, we're going to have to figure out a way to pollinate this food. And, yeah. th- and I think this is part of the reason people are starting to get interested in this is because it's it's becoming very real for people that if we don't have bees, we're going to have some issues, right? Yeah, bad issues. Um, one of the reasons why I got into it is yeah. because uh, my tomato's not blooming. Your t- yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they weren't being pollinated. And, uh, um, and so a lot of food is air pollinated, but mm-hmm. majority of them is bees butterflies hummingbirds and mm-hmm. i'm sure there's others that well wasps actually do pollinate i mean like even though they're oh, jerks, don't tell me they're I useful i do not know that they, see i kill all wasps i do too <laughs> I mean, don't like, tell me they have usefulness I'm, well no i mean like so like it, it, no i won't want to kill them no anymore. it's it's like it's like point zero zero six or something like that okay. of all pollination happens because of wasps but they are pollinators okay um, I don't know. yeah Man. So. well i i just i I don't really like this conversation right now because I do not like wasps. So if you tell me they're useful, but barely so, then okay, I can still feel good about killing wasps. <laughs> Just don't kill the bees. Don't kill the bees. That's a big deal, right? I mean, like I mean, I know I know they're a, a nuisance and they can be annoying if you are uneducated about them, um, and and that's fine. But the, the reality of it is they serve a very big purpose. And if you eat, I think most people do. I know you do. Uh, More than I should. (laughs) But if you eat, then don't kill the bees because you're you're causing problems uh, for, for the food. That is available. Well, not just for the food, your food. Your, my food. (laughs) (laughs) And your food. (laughs) Yeah. Good thoughts, Kevin. That's all I got. I will say, I would I would pay good money to see a cage match between you and a wasp. <laughs> Just give me like a lighter and a can of aerosol. We'll be good. Yes. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. I kill all. Well, so what, what are some issues that people can run into if they're going to be keeping bees? I mean, like, so they come to your store, they, you know, they're going to need a box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, they but need like, to decide between an eight frame or a ten frame, and you know, an eight frame is a lot lighter. Um, mm-hmm. It's easier. So, normally, if it's all girls or um, elderly, I'll recommend the eight frame because it is heavy. And uh, um, so, there's a whole bunch of car- um, you can get the cat daddy of them, mm-hmm. or you can just do the plain yeah. Jane, and you know, it doesn't take anything really to do it. So you can do it in an apartment. You can do it in backyard. You face it towards your fence and mm-hmm. or a bush, and they go straight up and out. And so, um, give your neighbors a jar of honey, so that way they'll <laughs> be your friend. And yeah. if, you, if you have pools, um, the the best way they say I don't have a pool, so I don't have to worry about it. But they right. say um, just take a bucket of pool water and set it out close to your hives, um, so the bees will go to that pool water or the bucket of water instead of the pool oh so, uh, so they don't fall in and drown and yeah is that is that really the purpose of that or no it's just to keep the humans it's to keep them you know if the kids are playing in the pool or something 
I'll keep them from buzzing the pool. Buzzing the pool. I got you. Okay. So many people are afraid of bees in reality. If you just ignore them, you know, um, mainly the time you get stung is because you did something. Mm. They go down, you leave your Coke open, they go in and take a sip of your sugar and the Coke, and then you take a sip and you get stung. Or if you're walking barefooted and you step on one that's on a flower, or if it's on you and you, you put your hand down, it's going to sting you. You know, bees don't want to sting you. They die mm. um, if they sting you. So, um, so Yeah. There's actually a brewery near near here that actually has a usually has a pretty big issue in the spring with bees, you know, just Imagine chasing people. Yeast, yeast yeah, I mean, like they're they're after that beer like crazy. They uh, need to take a bucket of beer and set, set it, it, it off to, to the, the side. side. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So that <laughs> Let them have don't it. Have any problems? Yeah, here's but, yours. Yeah. Stay away from everybody else's. Nothing right. wrong with a whole bunch of drunken bees. <laughs> <laughs> be some different honey. Be yeah. all right. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. There you go. So, yeah. So I mean, like. What what are we looking? I mean, like ballpark. If someone wanted to get into this, because they can order bees from you too, right? They um, right now, a good friend of mine, Blue Bonnet Beekeeping. Mm -hmm. um, they are actually who I bought the store from. Okay. Um, I just bought the storefront. Um, they still do honey, and they still do educational part of it. Okay. So I just bought the store from them. Um, but they do. A, they have an excellent package right now. It's a six frame nuke. Mm -hmm. which that's a box a small box of bees and it comes with six frames instead of five or four like normally yeah and um for 260 dollars okay and so you can get into beekeeping easily under 500 dollars um so you buy the bees and, for 260 and then all the additional equipment and stuff that you yeah. might need yeah you're looking at and if you have any carpenter skills or anything you know it can be a lot cheaper because you could do it a lot to yourself so you so. build the box yeah okay yeah you have to be very careful with bee space. I learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. I, I, I thought, well, I'll build my own. I like to build things. Yeah. And I did not do correct bee space, and I killed my queens um, time after time after time. So I threw all my boxes away and got new boxes with the correct bee space. And hmm. so it's worth spending the money if you do not follow directions. Very <laughs> well, that that's a, that's interesting. So 500 or less and you can, you can be into In bees. Yeah. Now, um, that being said, what type of time commitment would I be looking at if I were interested in getting into keeping bees? Um, maybe I just want to do it on a small scale. Nothing, you know, I, I want to provide some stuff just for my own home. Um, so, so that box you were t just talking about, 260 bucks. Um, what type of time is it going to be for me to be involved with this? Well, let me say, I always say in this, in just a second, I'll tell you about the time on how many boxes you'd want and this is again my opinion is two is one one is none so if you start off with one box of bees you if something happens to it you're done mm. you know you just invested in nothing it's down the toilet but if you get two something happens to it then you can do a split of box and or you know steal from this box to help this box go on and so Two is one, one is none. So I always say you want to start off with two or more. Okay. Um, and then time-wise, you don't have to spend as much time as everybody thinks. It's, oh, you have to do a lot in them. And no, in reality, you have to do three really deep 
hive inspections, three to four hive deep hive inspections. The rest of the time, you're just watching. You're just looking, seeing, you know, I may open up the box, check a frame and see if it, you know, has pollen or if the eggs are, if she's laying eggs. I don't, um, I don't get in and look for her. I don't look for the queen, per se. I just look for the eggs. I know a lot of people do, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good way to kill her oh, is by like, looking by for looking her. For her. Mm-hmm. So and that's just my personal opinion. So, sure. um, you know, during springtime dearth, or not spring, summertime dearth period, that's our summer or triple digit heats, the real heat, hot days, you have to make sugar water for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't leave plenty of honey for them. Wintertime right now, you have to close them up. But then after that, you leave them alone till it's, you know, 70 degrees back out. And then you can go out there and give them some more sugar water. Mm. But otherwise, it really isn't. It's a very low maintenance. Um, if you don't rob all the honey from them, <laughs> you don't have to feed them so much, mm. you know. Yeah. So. Well, so what what are some of the other other things that people have to watch out for with these hives? Because, I mean, like there's there's a lot of controversy around with um, colony collapse disorder, mm-hmm. but there's, which is sort of an ethereal way of saying that the colony died yeah. but like what are what are some of the like actual threats that we know about to the to these hives well the three threats to us well besides being human and we kill them yeah. on accident or on purpose one of the two is the hive beetles the mites and the moths usually if you have moths something is disturbed it before mm-hmm. um, the mites or the hive beetles have bugged it before um I've been told. I mean, I'm not. I'm not an expert, so sure. I mean, that's just what I've learned. Um, but like in our area, because we're so wet and all the pine trees and stuff, we have hive beetles, um, mites. Everybody has mites on their bees, pretty is it much. The varroa mite, is yeah, it the varroa mite. Yeah, um, because there's so many people that won't treat their bees, or you know, there's. So many people are against treating their bees, and so I was going to say there's there's even some controversy around the different ways that you even treat for that. Yes, yeah. So I do a heat treatment, okay. so I'm not using chemicals. Um, but so a lot of people, and I don't mind chemicals. I'm not a chemical freak or sure. whatever. But it's just easier for me to do. But um, I, so I use heat to treat mine. But um, I know I have five beekeepers around my area, and I know two that don't treat at all. Mm-hmm. So I know my bees have mites. Yeah, they're just because, they're just going to be there. Yeah, because they don't do theirs. Mm. So I know I'm going to have them. So um, I do a hive check and take alcohol, and mm. I do um, sacrifice a cup full of my bees twice a year to make sure that um, that. I have mites and how yeah. much I'm going to treat. Sounds like we need like a, a, a good, healthy bee mafia to like go around and uh, you know, like rough some of these guys up that aren't doing the uh, the mite treatments there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're so anti-chemicals, uh-huh. but they don't realize that they're hurting the bees in the long run. Um, but they're also, you know, they because if you don't treat in some way, mm-hmm. even if it's non-chemical or chemical, um, you'll lose a hive within three years. Yeah, because what what is what does that mite do for to them? The mite's like a tick. Okay, I mean, that's the best way for me to describe it. It's, they're like a tick. They suck the blood. Um, they drop into the eggs. 
they lay a whole bunch of eggs um, onto into the bee egg, and they suck the blood. Um, mm. So, I mean, that's my understanding on them. But they cause wing deformative, you know, so the bees won't be able to fly off to pollinate to um, do the work that they need to do. So then the hive will die. Mm. Not good. No. Don't no. want that. No. So, I mean, if, if you're not going to use chemical, do non-chemical. They're both out there. and Yeah. So, and there's high or mite resistant bees, but uh, they still have mites. Yeah. So you still have to do something. Mm. Would you say they might be resistant? <laughs> might. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm> just, <laughs> man. <laughs> might be. <laughs> My true colors are coming out. We're docking today. your pay this week, man. <laughs> Five bucks a pun. <laughs> man, I'm done ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the hole. <laughs> uh. Well, Alexis, have you... Have, what what is your favorite part that about this whole process? Do you like do you like going out and getting the the honey? Do you like just sitting out there and, and examining the the comb? What's your favorite part? I like um I like looking at the bees. Really, mm-hmm. I just like the commotion and ev- how like I don't know how to put it. They get into the grandkids will get in the girls the mm-hmm. boys then they are yeah. a little bit more standoffish they like to extract the honey okay. more than anything yeah. they love to extract um, but they will get into the hive and just kind of look um, my one granddaughter she just wants to kill one bee just one bee and she wants to she wants to kill one bee and then <laughs> she will be fine and good but they're my smokers okay um, i give them usually i'll give them a smoker and that's their job to do um she's being a little bit older she can get in there with me mm-hmm. a little bit easier so you get your own suit and everything uh-huh but yeah. i don't normally well unless i'm actually like going into the bees mm-hmm. i just i don't get like really close to the bees but I just go in shorts and a t-shirt and walk around the bees. I don't really, it doesn't bug me. The bees don't scare me really. Yeah. The bees are right in our backyard behind our barn. Um, so they're not, they're real close to the playground yeah. um, the kids play yard area and they don't bug each other. I mean, uh, besides I tell them to wear shoes because they're <laughs> out there with the flowers. And so, yeah. So, but um, like if you're going in, I mean, do you full suit gloves, Whole nine yards? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah? So, I still think some of your toughness needs to rub off on Kevin over here, though. I mean, like, yeah. He won't even would, go out in the pasture with me. Yeah, I'd probably be the one going back to school and saying, you know, what'd you do this weekend? I did some smoking. <laughs> That's probably what I would do. Did some smoking. Smoking. <laughs> I'd probably get in trouble. Well, the back of my shirt says, what does it say, Alexis? Don't kill my buzz. Yeah. Don't kill my buzz. <laughs> Don't kill my buzz. The bees. There you go. There you go. <laughs> have have you have you heard about the guy that has trained his bees to uh, to only pollinate hemp? No, I haven't. Wow. Well, I've seen it. I've seen the video yeah. of them pollinating. And hemp, it's but. it's like highly concentrated THC in that honey. Yeah. So it's like it's honey that will literally give you a buzz. Well, that's cool. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. 
I say that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Everyone knows now. <laughs> ah. To each his own. <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool. Yeah. High school it's, age came back. It's, <laughs> it's interesting for sure. It is very interesting. <laughs> I did not realize that. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Um, what, what else? Is, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you would be interested in? Um, you know, someone who's listening to this podcast knowing about bees? If or... they want to come and play with the bees or just to see, I have extra suits. I'm not going to hmm. get into my hives when it's nasty weather or if it's cold out. Um, but they can set call the shop and uh, um, set up an appointment. I have extra suits. They can get in my bees with me. I do not, you know, we won't do a deep inspection, but sure. um, enough so that way they can see if they want to do it or if they just want that experience. I have some homeschool parents that bring their kids out and I get into the hives with them and uh, um, I have no problem doing that. Awesome. So um, along those lines, how would someone get a hold of you if they had more questions or uh, were interested in in your store? Um, Um, Give me a call on my phone um, or email me, honey at Winding Creek Apiary, or it's wcapiary. Okay. We'll Sorry. link that up in the show notes. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll have all the notes on there. Okay. So you want us to put your phone number up there as well? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll put we'll put yeah. the phone number up. But they can can they find you? What where else can they find you? Are Facebook. You on Facebook. Okay. Um, Instagram. Okay. And uh, um, but Facebook, I do a lot of that. Which one are you on more? Uh, well, my daughter does more Instagram. Okay. So she does a lot of the Instagram pages and stuff, but Facebook I'm more on. You're on. okay, awesome. So. Well, we'll put the links to those up as well. Do you have a Do you have a website as well? Yes. Okay. It is newly. I hate the computer, so I'm oh, okay. just getting into putting it up. It's up, but it's, it's there. not. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> okay. I'm well, looking it's... for a cheap web person that can make me one. I'll trade for honey. There you go. <laughs> All right. There's there's somebody out there. Yeah. He's 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 sniveling. He's got the allergies, and yeah, he's like, it's... I just need somebody to give me the honey, and I'll write the code. If yeah. only <laughs> if only I could have some honey. <laughs> For exchange for a website, I could do this. There's there's a sneezy nerd out there somewhere just for you. I have no THC in my. Oh well. I mean, don't think you're gonna get any of that from me. Well, for that, we'd expect a high premium website, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, the quality of website depends on the type of honey. Yes. From whence it comes pollinated. Yes. Well, cool. Um. Well, let's uh let's move into the final four. Um, the final four. That's my line. You missed it. It was <sighs> next time. <laughs> I'll get it next time. But yeah, let's uh. Th- you these get are... to do all the questions. I should get to do the bump. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, so so these are four questions that we ask each guest that we that we come on. And Alexis, if you have answers to any of these, you're welcome. To answer some, I too. think you should ask both of them. Okay, we'll ask both. You each get to answer these. Okay, all right. So, so the very first question is this: What's the must-have tool you won't leave the house without? Well, personally, my pistol. All right. And if I'm going in the bee yard, my toolbox. And okay. It's... Hmm. What kind of tools are in your toolbox for for a bee extraction yeah. or whatever? You're I have three doing? of my most important tools. So it's not just one. Okay. (laughs) My smoker, number one. My tool, hive tool. um, And then also my queen clip. 
Okay. So if I do come across my queen, I'll clip her, set her to the side, so that way I can play without having to worry about killing her. Well, I, I don't have any of those things in my toolbox. So... You may have a scraper. <laughs> it kind of looks like a hive tool. I was going to say, it's kind of like a hive tool. All right. Well, what about you, Alexis? Um, my head. Oh. Ooh. Don't leave home without it. I That is a great... I wish more teenagers uh, no joke. Would, wouldn't leave the home without their head. Man, just take that thing with you. Good on you, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good job. All right. Second question. What's a job you walked away from? And this could be... You know, any type of, you know, homeowner job or maybe it was a B job, um, just something that you walked away from. Kevin once walked away from some macaroni art, so. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I've we're probably ever, not going to get into that story right now. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever walked away from a job. Oh. I have. I am one that I don't quit. Um, the harder it is, the more I get into it. Okay. Um, Which is why you got into bees yeah. <laughs> to begin with. Well, I'm not going to give up. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I quit my garden. <laughs> okay. I had a 3,000 square foot garden at one time. Oh, my so, goodness. I mean, it was huge. Well, you definitely and, walked away from that. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so. You replaced it, but you walked away. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's right. Well, what about you, Alexis? I mean, you, you haven't ever held a job as far as, you know, formal employee here, but... Um, have you ever walked away from a job and said, I'm not taking care of this. Someone else can do this. Does an after-school activity count? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, I did cheerleading slash dance for two years, and I got annoyed, and I just stopped. Oh, yeah. I could have been really good. I oh, quit. okay. Mm. All right. Just because you got annoyed? Just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Sometimes I walked away we're... from a cheerleader once. <laughs> <laughs> Won't make that... St- that uh, mistake again, will ya? No, I'll, I'll continue to walk away from okay, cheerleaders. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your wife would appreciate that if you didn't. <laughs> All right, third question. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? So, you know, we, Craig and I are firm believers that that everyone needs their downtime. So, so what kind of downtime do you get into uh, at the end of a long day? A good movie and a glass of wine. Okay. Do you have a movie genre that you really like? Like no. Hallmark movies? I like all movies. <laughs> all movies. I, I'm anywhere from I'm a Trekkie to Hallmark to I love all movies. There isn't a bad movie out there. Okay. But there are bad wines. There That's... is bad wines. <laughs> and if you couple them together, it's just a bad night. <laughs> yes. Yes. What about you, uh, Alexis? Um... Same with her, but without the wine. No, yeah. <laughs> Probably wise. You're just into smoking, aren't you? The bees. <laughs> Smoke the bees. Smoke the bees. Okay, now, now we understand. Can't trick her, man. She takes her head with her. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, okay, so last question. Um, one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? Slow down and listen. Just mm. slow down. Who'd you hear that from? Probably my parents. Oh, your parents? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I go 100 miles an hour. I have I have f- full plate. I like a full plate. Yeah. And I like to be busy. I don't mm. like to be still. So. Well, there's definitely nothing wrong with having a full plate. I think a lot of us that are successful in life do have full plates, uh, which is why it's important to 
to figure out how to wind down a little bit, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so slowing down, I think even winding down is, is part of that. Just kind of slow down, appreciate the people around you, the things that are around you. Exactly. exactly. Okay, very good. What about Alexis? I mean, you've had 11 whole years here, so. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. <laughs> um, probably don't just, don't think about doing it, just do it. Okay. Just jump in feet first. Mm-hmm. Because All if right. you think about doing it, you chicken out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. I like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. Definitely. I'm, I'm a big believer in that myself, too. I'm a, more doing. I, I actually learn more by doing than I yeah. than thinking about it. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I it, you know, calculated things are good. You know, calculating the risk involved, perhaps. But at the same time, you, you may miss out on a lot of things if we... Don't just get in there and try it, right? Try it and do it. Nike didn't pay you any money to say that, did they? (laughs) If so, we want to cut. That's right. right. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, thank you, you know, both of you for for coming and being part of the show today. Um, And uh, I'll tell you, I I learned a lot. I I knew very, very little about bees going into this. So um, great show. Anything else we want to add here? No, just... uh, Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit the subscription button there in iTunes, on Stitcher, on whatever platform it is that you're listening to your podcast on. You can also hit the subscription bell there on YouTube if you've been watching the video, although we don't encourage that. Why is that, Kevin? We ugly. We ugly. So anyway, if you uh, haven't yet, uh, go and give us a, a... an honest review there on iTunes. That's a big help to the show. And if you have any questions, we're going to link up all this information in the show notes for you guys. And we just thank you for being here, and we will catch you next week. Anything else, Kev? That's all. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.